0: Jesus said the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do come and have an encounter with the burden removing yoke destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday 10am at Solution Chapel International Barnfield Road Northgate Crawley RH10 8DS or call 01293 885000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org so Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.
1: The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama
0: has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn.
1: Number one, it says we must exalt wisdom. Number two, it says we must embrace wisdom. Number one, what must we do? We must exalt wisdom. Number two, what must we do? We must embrace wisdom. Now, the first thing we are encouraged to do is to exalt wisdom. When we exalt wisdom, the Bible says that we will be promoted by wisdom. From verse 29. I read the Bible says that, and God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding exceeding much, and largeness of heart, even as the sun that is on the seashore. And Solomon's wisdom excelled. The wisdom of all the children of the East Country and all the wisdom of Egypt. For he was wiser than all men, than Ethan the Israelite and Haman and Chaco and Dada, the sons of Maho, And his fame was in all nations run about. Verse 34, and there came out of all people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kings of the earth, which had heard of his wisdom, and we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm concluding the message I started, I'm actually continuing concluding the message I started last week, titled, Operating in the highest wisdom. Operating in the highest wisdom. We have already established that wisdom is the principal thing. We have already established that wisdom is what? Is the principal thing. So the scriptures encourage us to... Get wisdom. It says in all our getting, we must get what? Wisdom. So if wisdom is the principal thing, then it's important for us to go after wisdom than ever before. Why? Because when we go after wisdom, wisdom will position us high above everyone in the world. The scripture we read in the book of 1 Kings chapter 4 from verse 29, the Bible says that and God gave Solomon wisdom. How did God give Solomon wisdom? Because Solomon asked God for wisdom. James chapter 1 verse 5, it says, if anyone lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Who gives unto all men liberally and without partiality. So, God gives us wisdom when we ask him wisdom. Amen. When we ask God for wisdom, he will give us wisdom. So, God gave Solomon wisdom. Why? Because Solomon asked God for wisdom. Solomon asked God for wisdom. And remember last week, I did emphasize that wisdom is a spiritual force. And so therefore, when you ask God for wisdom, the only way you are going to know that you have the wisdom that you have asked God for is he is going to send a test your way. And we saw that when Solomon asked God for wisdom, there was a test after. There were two prostitutes who came and tested whether God's wisdom was in Solomon. And after Solomon righteously judged these two prostitutes, and one who had a dead child and one who had a living child, after Solomon righteously judged their case, the Bible says that, and the fame of Solomon spread abroad, across the whole world. And everybody heard of his judgment. So whenever we ask God for wisdom, God gives us wisdom. That's why after God gave Solomon wisdom, the Bible says that, and Solomon's wisdom excelled. Solomon's wisdom excelled the wisdom of all the children of the east country. And all the wisdom of Egypt and Solomon excelled. That means every time you are operating in wisdom, you will excel in your chosen field of endeavor. So therefore, if you are not excelling, that means you are not operating in heavenly wisdom. Remember, we did say that there are two types of what wisdom. From James chapter 3, from verse 15, down what? There are two types of wisdom. There is what? Earthly wisdom, and what? Heavenly wisdom. The wisdom that is from above, the Bible says, is first and foremost pure. It's peaceable. is gentle. It's easily to be entreated. So every wisdom that you operate in, we will see the works of wisdom. Hallelujah. Now, turn with me, please, in your Bibles to the book of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. Now, we are going to go and look at how Solomon excelled in this wisdom and we are going to look at a classical case studies of what happens when we embrace wisdom and also when we Exalt wisdom. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 4 from verse 7 to 8. I read. It says wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all your getting, get what? Understanding. Verse 8 says exalt her. Exalt who? Exalt wisdom. And she will promote thee. She will bring you to honor when you do embrace her. So verse 8 talks about two very important things that we must do. Number one, it says we must exalt wisdom. Number two, it says we must embrace wisdom. Number one, what must we do? We must exalt wisdom wisdom. Number two, what must we do? We must embrace wisdom. Now, the first thing we are encouraged to do is to exalt wisdom. When we exalt wisdom, the Bible says that we will be promoted by wisdom. It says exalt her and she will do what? Promote you. Exalt wisdom And wisdom will do what? Promote you. And then the second thing we must do with wisdom is to embrace wisdom. When we embrace wisdom, the Bible says that wisdom will honor us. Are you following me? Number one, we must exalt wisdom. And number two, we must embrace wisdom. Very important. Now, before we go any further, Let's go and define what wisdom is once again. Question, what is wisdom? Wisdom, according to my definition, is the relevant and practical application of the word of God. Wisdom is the relevant and practical application of the word of God. In other words, wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it that's why Proverbs 4 7 says that in all you're getting get what understanding once you have understanding of how wisdom operates then that means you do what is meant to be done at the right time are you following what I'm saying so wisdom is crucial Isn't it interesting? And we're going to get there shortly. Many of the time, we register to go to the gym and pay. We pursue strength. But the Bible says, don't pursue strength, but rather pursue wisdom. It says, don't pursue strength, but rather what? Pursue wisdom. Because wisdom is profitable to direct. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10. It says, if the axe is dull, then much strength is required. If the axe is dull and you do not wet the edge, then much strength is required. But it says, but wisdom is profitable to direct. Wisdom is profitable to direct. In other words, When you have wisdom in your life your life becomes profitable. Say amen to that. When you have wisdom operating in your life, your life becomes what? Profitable. Why? Because wisdom is profitable to direct. That's why Proverbs 23, 23 it says buy wisdom and sell it not buy wisdom how do you buy wisdom through buying of books through listening to messages buying messages and listening to them what are you doing you are buying wisdom it says buy wisdom and sell it not buy wisdom and sell it not so every time you buy a book of someone who has been in ministry for 50 years you are buying their 50 years of experience with 10 pounds or 20 pounds or 30 pounds or whatever. Buy wisdom and sell it not. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 6, it says, go to the ant, you sluggard, and consider her ways and be wise. Consider her ways and be wise. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways And be wise. Why? Because the ant is wise. Now listen to me. This is important. People who operate in wisdom are wise. Do you agree? People who operate in wisdom, they are what? They are wise. You see their actions. Their actions are wise. The Bible says that the prudent man sees a fight and avoids it wise people don't go looking for fight even though they are strong wise people they see a fight and they avoid Now people call you a cancer they say oh you are scared you are timid you are a coward but it is better than having bruises in your face so wisdom is a principal thing and we must go for wisdom we must go for wisdom Write this down. No one can be great in life without the genuine pursuit of wisdom. No one. No one can be great in life without the genuine pursuit of wisdom. I'm always pursuing after men and women of wisdom. Always learning. Always seeking ways to be better. Finding out what they are doing. That is making them better. Why? Because wisdom is profitable to direct. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 16. It says, then said I, Wisdom is better than strength. Wisdom is better than than strength. Now, if wisdom is better than strength, why do many people go after strength and not wisdom? Do you know why? Because many of us want to show forth what we have externally. Like I've always said, the strength of a building is not determined by the superstructure, but by the foundation. And remember what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 8. It says, I wisdom, I was there from the foundations of the earth. So wisdom is heeding. Wisdom is precious to God, so he doesn't throw it out. So the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9.16, it says, Then said I, wisdom is better than strength. But why? but yet many go to the gym for strength rather than going to church for wisdom. It says, nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. So that means, now you'll notice that there are different levels of wisdom. We are now talking about operating in the highest level of wisdom. So if we're going to operate in the highest level of wisdom, we must go for everything that comes with that level of wisdom that will cause us to operate on the highest, the maximum, the best, the best in our field. I mean, um, on Sunday I was... Uh, a, 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 a radio presenter uh, of a, an owner of a radio station was interviewing me because our message is on that station and um, he was asking me how long have you been preaching when I told him he said what I don't believe you I said I've been preaching this church has been here for nine years he said I don't believe you he said you're joking I said that's the truth have been preaching here nine years. Isn't that right? Nine years. He said, your knowledge, your depth of preaching and teaching is like somebody who has been preaching for many years, more than nine years. Why? Because wisdom is the principal thing, so therefore, get wisdom. When you get wisdom, people will look at the little you've done and it becomes long you've been around that's why Ellie who said I mean it's not about about how old you are let's look at it and then we'll quickly come back oh I'm enjoying this I'm enjoying this are you getting something out of this after today your life will never be the same oh Jesus Hallelujah. Turn with me to Job chapter 32. I want to show you something very powerful. Job chapter 32 from verse 5 to 9. Now, there's an argument going on here about Job. The friends of Job were saying, oh, Job, The reason why you're going through all this is because you have sinned, you have angered God, you have done this and that and that. You know sometimes when you're going through stuff, people begin to give you a verdict. said, because you sinned. (laughs) Uh, But Job never sinned. The Bible says in Job chapter 1 from verse 1, it says he was a righteous man. One who eschewed evil. So Job was righteous. Job was wealthy. He was the richest man in the east. And you know the story, the devil came, Satan came, you know, in church. Satan showed up in heaven and said, have you considered your servant Job? You think he's serving you for nothing? He's serving you because of all the blessings you've blessed him. Can that be said of you? That if God takes away everything he's given you, you still serve him. Remember the disciples of Jesus, the three that went to the Mount of Transfiguration, they saw Elijah and Moses. And after Moses and Elijah disappeared and they were left alone with Jesus. Moses represents the law. Elijah represents the prophets. If you don't have both and you are only left with Jesus, will you still be satisfied? Many of us, without a miracle, we say, oh God. (laughs) God, I came because I needed this miracle. Where is the miracle? You are delaying. No, who told you God delays? If God, I mean, formed the whole earth in five in six days, come on now. So let's look at at the at the debate going on between Job and his friends. Job chapter thirty-two, verse five. I read the Bible says an Elihu saw. That there was no answer in the mouth of these three men. Then his wrath was kindled. And Elihu the son of Barakel, the Buzite answered and said, I am young and you are very old. Wherefore I was afraid and does not show you my opinion. That is certain cultures right there. When the elders are talking, the young ones don't talk. They say, elders are talking, keep quiet. They say, gray hair is wisdom. That's not true. (laughs) Gray hair is experience. Now, if gray hair were to be, okay, let me not go there. Uh, I wanted to show you my gray hair. I have a lot of, Somebody said, does pastor have hair? Yeah, a You know, some people think I'm bald. I don't have hair. My hair grows like Goliath in one week. Yes, I have to make sure my hair is off every every week. Do you want me to leave my hair on for one month? You <laughs> see, all, all white. He said, oh, we thought he was young he's very old (laughs) I'm very young I'm very young so Elihu is saying here that wisdom is not according to age can you see what he's saying he said wisdom is not according to age he said, I am young, and you are very old, wherefore I was afraid and does not want to show my opinion. Verse 7, he said, I said, they should speak, and multitudes of years should, should teach wisdom. This is what he was saying. This is what he thought should be. Verse 8. It says, But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Great men are not always wise. Neither do the aged understand judgment. What is Elihu talking about? What basically he's saying is that when you have wisdom, you operate on the highest level of your life. Are you following what I'm saying? What Elihu is saying that it's not by your age. It's not how long you've been in that field. But it's by the wisdom of God. When you're operating in the wisdom of God, people see you as being the highest. So it's not by days, it's not how long you've been in that field, it's not how long we've been in ministry. God has done great exploits through this ministry and continues to do them. This ministry, as young as it is, is on TV, on radio. Across the globe, reaching millions. And my prayer from today, today I was praying, my prayer from today is that before the end of this year, our our TV, our radio ministry will be reaching minimum one billion people. Say a good amen to that. Our radio and our TV will be reaching minimum one billion people. That's what God is going to do. God is using it to draw multitudes into his house. On Sunday, there were some Muslims that were in church who came because of seeing the TV broadcast. Muslim in church. Enjoying the service because the power of the word will draw everyone. I said it will draw everyone it will draw the Sikh, it will draw Hindus, it will draw Muslims because there is power in the word of God they don't know how they got in here but they found themselves here asking questions asking questions asking questions so it's not about how long you've been around and I decree that same wisdom upon you that your business will be above your wisdom will be above. In your career, you'll be above. In the name of Jesus. In this ministry, in our operation, in our various departments, we'll be above. When people walk in, they will see wisdom personified. They will see the wisdom of God in display. They will see the wisdom of God in everything we do in the name of Jesus. And I decree unto you that before you come to covenant this year, you will be operating in that same level of wisdom. Let me hear a living amen. Amen. Before you come to covenant this year, you will be testifying of the wisdom of God operating in your life. The same wisdom uh, uh, or even a greater one than the one Solomon operated in, that is the level of wisdom you will be operating in. From today, when people see you, they will not recognize you. They will not recognize you. They will see the works of wisdom in your life. They will see the works of wisdom in your life. They will see the works of wisdom in this church. It will be across the globe in the name of Jesus. Because wisdom chapter 9 verse 16 it says then said I wisdom is better than strength nevertheless the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard that's why you must hate poverty hate what poverty hate what poverty hate what poverty be a smart worker think smart ask God for ways to multiply your your resources. Ask God for ways. God, give me wisdom to expand in my business. God, give me wisdom to flourish. God, give me wisdom. Ask God for wisdom on a daily basis. Ask God for wisdom on a daily basis. The world might be running after everything, but you seek wisdom because once you find her. Once you exalt wisdom, guess what will happen? She will promote you. Once you embrace wisdom, she will honor you in the name of Jesus. Verse 17 of Exodus chapter 9, it says, The words of wise men are heard in quite more than the cry of he that ruleth among fools. Ecclesiastes 9.17 it says the words of wise men are heard in quite more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools this this scripture is loaded this scripture is loaded (laughs) this scripture is loaded it says the words of wise men are heard in quite more than the cry of him that ruleth among fools so that means when you pray in wisdom you will become even greater than rulers that's what the bible is saying verse 18 it says wisdom is better than weapons of war say amen to that amen. wisdom is what is better than weapons of war But one sinner destroyeth much good. Wisdom is better than weapons of war. Wisdom is better than what? Weapons of war. Wisdom is better than what? Weapons of war. So you might have the weapons of war, but don't use them. Use wisdom. That's what the Bible is saying. Some of us have weapons of war. Some of us have weapons of war the weapons of war are in our mouth. When we open our mouth, they are weapons of mass (laughs) destruction. Some of us, not in this church, some women out there, their husbands, when their husband sees them, their hearts start palpitating. (laughs) Because the weapons of war has come. That's why the Bible says that it is better to dwell at the top of the corner of the house than with a contentious woman, a wife. (laughs) So be careful who you marry. (laughs) When the man say one, you say 10,000. Hey! Even in his sleep, you are cha-cha-cha-cha. Weapons of war, weapons of war. I say, you don't know me. Hey, do you know who I am? Hey, be careful, oh! (laughs) If I open my mouth now, I don't want trouble, oh! We say oh why did I marry this woman now? God help me. So he says wisdom is better than weapons of war. So you might have the weapons of war but don't use it. Even the Bible says that a fool excuse my language, a fool when he keeps quiet he is considered as wise. as powerful. A fool When he keeps his mouth shut, he is considered as the wisest. So if you go among people who are talking, if you're in a board meeting and you don't have a clue what's going on, just keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Just, just, Just do this. Let me show you what to do. Do this. Put your hand like this. When you do that, they'll say mm, he's a great thinker. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or do this, do this, between. I mm-hmm. see. And then they'll come and say, "Oh, what? What do you think?" I said, "No, you guys keep going." <laughs> Why? Because a fool, where he keeps his mouth shut, they think is the wisest and at the last minute after everybody has talked and talk and you open your mouth even though you are fool and you say something little they say wow this wisdom you are you have the greatest wisdom <laughs> so so it's not always you know every time you have to you have opinion no no sometimes you just need to zip it and sit down there and do the I see. You are there in, in the boardroom and they are talking technical stuff. Technical, highly technical. They are doing 2 raised to the power x equals to z. What is it? Math or science and you you know just sit down. Because you are the chairman of Now let me say this. Do you know that most of the time people who do consultancy is not because they know more than the people who have problems. The best way to solve problems is to listen to the people's problem and within the problem there is an answer. Do you remember the question Jesus asked his disciples? Jesus said to his disciples, Whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? He asks them a question, but within the question, there was an answer. So, within every question, there is an answer. So, when people come to you with problems, all you have to do is just listen. Within that problem, there is an answer. And they will think you are the most wisest Consultant in the world, you charge them, but you haven't done anything. All they have done is told you their problems, and within the problem, there is an answer. That's why we have to go for wisdom. Amen. I said, That's why we have to go for wisdom. Amen. Now, let's get ready to close. Are you getting something out of this? Let's get ready to close. Now, I want us to just quickly look at something again in a scripture we read earlier. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7 and 8. This is a very powerful scripture. Where it says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, do what? Get wisdom. It says, and with all your getting, get understanding. Now, verse 8 is where we are going to emphasize on and then jump on from there. Verse 8 says exalt her, exalt wisdom and what will happen and she will promote you. I want you to underline those two words, exalt her and then I want you to underline, she will promote you. Exalt her and she will promote you. And I also want you to underline, she will bring you honor or she will bring to thee honor when thou dust, embrace her. So two things wisdom will do. Number one, wisdom will promote you and number two, wisdom will honor you. So let's go and look at a case studies for how wisdom promotes us. Amen. How many of you want promotion this year in your business, in your career, in every area of your life, in your children's life. How many of you want promotion? Good. Now, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of First Samuel chapter 18, verse 5 to 9. And then we'll jump a few verses. First Samuel chapter 18. From verse 5 to 9. Are you there? Now, the background of this scripture is you know, you know the story. Uh, David was anointed as king uh, to replace Saul. And thereafter, uh, David was in the house of Saul, serving in the kingdom after he killed Goliath. You remember that? And then um, uh, all of this was going on. And David was sent to go for an assignment. And let's look at the assignment. Look at <laughs> this is powerful. First Samuel chapter 18 from verse 5. I read the Bible says that, and David went out. Whatsoever Saul sent him. Now Saul is his boss, David is serving Saul. Now David is the next king in waiting. How many of you know that? Because at this point, David has been anointed by Samuel to replace Saul. You remember that? But David have to first go and Understand soul and understand how the kingdom operates. The challenge with many believers is that yes, God has anointed them, but they have no one to understand. And so they go and crash, they go and destroy their destiny. If God calls you, God will always point you to someone where you're going to go and understand. And please take note, this is very important. Wherever God plants you, your destiny is there. Wherever God plants you, your destiny is where is there. So, even though David was a king in waiting, he was never rude to the king. He never at one point said, After all, God has anointed me. I'm the next king in waiting. The Bible says that, and David went wherever Saul sent him. That means there could be a a possibility that Saul sent him to go and wash the toilets. To go and clean the gutters. Right? David did not say, oh, I am anointed. That's wisdom. Now look at the next thing that happened. The Bible says that and David behaved himself wisely. How can you behave yourself wisely if you're not operating in wisdom? Only wise people operate. behave how? Wisely. So the Bible says that and David behaved himself wisely and Saul set him over the man of war. Now remember Proverbs chapter 4, verse 8. What do you do? Exalt her, and she will and she will and she will promote you. Exalt wisdom and she will what? Promote you. Now the 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 promotion here is as a result of David exalting what wisdom. David exalted wisdom. So wherever Saul sent him, David went. David went. And the Bible says, and David behaved himself how? Wisely. Wisely. This is so important. Many people uh, 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 don't know how to operate wisely. They don't know how to behave wisely. You go to a a king's house and they put food before you and you eat everything they say as for me I might not come to this palace again so let me just finish everything no that's no wisdom you are not behaving wisely even as businesses sometimes you, you have a contract you have a business proposal you have to wisely behave in front of your contractors you must never show them that you are desperate. Never. Never. There's no, uh, God has in all humility. I've been to places. God has taken me to places. Places. Major places that I wouldn't have gone but for the gospel. In many of the places God has taken me, some of the things I've seen, I've never seen them before. I've never seen them before, but when I see them, I don't start opening my eyes. Hey, so <laughs> I, uh, I, I, what is this? Uh, no, no, you don't be, you behave wisely. I sit down like a king. I, I see, I say, oh, this, oh, oh. Uh, I've seen many. I've seen better. No, I don't go saying I've seen menu, but I don't behave like someone who has not seen it before. Sometimes if I'm with my wife, she say, Hmm, mm, mm. I said, No, just baby, calm down. Calm down. Be if if it's a property, when, if you're going to buy a property. Never tell the one selling the property, oh, the kitchen is nice. Oh, the house is beautiful. No, no. Behave as if this one is so good. <laughs> That's wisdom. That's wisdom. The Bible says that the wise man buys products and says, oh, this is not good. This is not good. But when he goes away, he goes and prides himself in how good the thing is. You have to learn to behave wisely. When you are going to buy a property, you don't say, oh, it's a good location. Oh, this is what we've been looking for. Oh, the kitchen, that's exactly the size of, oh, the carpet. Oh, I like, oh, no, no. They say, oh, no, it's not a good location. Ah, this postcode is not good. You have to reduce the price. <laughs> the kitchen is too small. Ah, re- ah, see, just look for a little fault on the house. See, see how this door is squeaking everything in this house is squeaky. Look for a place in the house where you can hear some squeaky noise and say, oh, so so." even this devalues the house. By doing so, you bring the value of the house down and then you pay little and then when you go out there, you'll be saying, ah, I got the good offer today. You have to learn to behave yourself how wisely. And David behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the man of war. The man of war. Because he was not a man of war at this point. But because of his behavior and wisdom, look at what wisdom did. Wisdom promoted her. Exalt her and she'll do what? And she'll promote you. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people. And also in the sight of Saul 7 verse 6. First Samuel chapter 18. It says, and it came to pass as they came when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistine that the women came out of all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tablets, with joy, and with instruments of music. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his thousands. David has slain his ten thousand. Now this is very interesting. Now the Bible says that David went to war and slaughtered the Philistines, and the women went and met them when they were at the almost at the entrance to their city. And the women were singing, Saul has killed his thousand. David is ten thousand. Yet, the women were not at the war front. How did they know David has killed 10,000? Can you see wisdom in oppression? Oh, this is too deep. I don't have the time to go through this. Now, the women went to meet the king and look at what was happening. Even though they went to meet the king with joy, now look at their singing. They said the women answered one another and they played and, and said, Saul has slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Verse 8, and Saul was very wroth, And the saying displeased him. And he said, They have ascribed unto David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can he? have more but the kingdom. Somebody say wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, say it again. Say wisdom. wisdom. Can you see wisdom in operation? When wisdom is in operation, you always operate at the highest. You don't have to announce yourself before people can see that you are operating at the highest. Because when David was operating in wisdom, The women didn't have to be at the war front to know that David has killed 10,000 and Saul has killed 1,000. Because Saul was not operating in wisdom. David was operating in wisdom. Are you following me? So when the women saw that, they said, oh my goodness. Saul has killed 1,000. David has killed 10,000. And Saul was very wroth. Saul was angry. Saul said, ah, They have ascribed unto him. They have ascribed unto David 10,000. And to me they have ascribed by thousands. And what can he have more but the kingdom? Can you see where wisdom will take you? The highest. Verse 9. And Saul I, David from that day forward. Let's jump to verse 14 to 16 and we'll close. Let's jump to verse 14 to 16. The Bible says, And David behaved himself wisely again in all his ways. And the Lord was with him, that is, and wisdom was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. But all Israel and Judah loved David because he went out and came in before them. Hallelujah. I love verse 15. It says that, Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, when you operate in wisdom, your enemies will see that level of wisdom. They will see that you are behaving very wisely. And from today, I release that grace upon you. I release that wisdom upon you. I release an impartation of heavenly wisdom upon you. From today you will operate on the highest. I said you operate on the highest. Your children will operate on the highest. Your family will operate on the highest. In the mighty name of Jesus I release unto you an impartation of the spirit of wisdom. Receive wisdom now. Receive the wisdom of God now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Did you receive it today? Oh, come on. Let's give Jesus some praise. Let's receive the word with rejoicing. Let's receive the word with rejoicing. Always receive the word with rejoicing. And as you receive the word with rejoicing, you will become the word. In the name of Jesus.
0: Jesus said, The works that I do, shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbaji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH 10 8 DS, or call 01293 885000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Lucian Chapel International, home of signs, wonders and miracles.